Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. food fam this is the walk and talk podcast and i'm your host carl fiadini and we are podcasting on site at ibis images studios where food photography comes alive get with john hernandez check him out at ibisimages.com on the menu today oh my gosh oh my gosh we have beef tenderloin and we're talking bacon wrapped meatloaf and a sexy beef tartare. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to hear sexy talk with, uh, with Chef Jeff over here. Our guest for this episode cooks for IndyCar Racing's Team McLaren. Yeah, we're talking some fast food, some fast cars over here. Okay, baby. And that is with the Chef Manny Hyder. Uh, Jeff. Chef. Jeffrey Schlissel. My man. Uh, let's jump into pre-shift and explain today's dishes to the audience. What's uh, up, baby boy? What's up? Uh, it's great, man. It's always good to have Manny in the house. So Sure enough. Yeah. Feels like old times for me. Sexy top for pre-shift. Got to talk about that ground chuck that we did, too. That burger that you put on the fly for me to do. Yeah. yeah. John had some leftover Cuban bread, so we went uh, Cuban hamburger. Dude, that was so awesome. Smoked today. ham, a little Gruyere cheese melted on top, some pickles, Cuban bread. Mm. Can't go wrong with that. Yellow mustard. I am so fat. (laughs) It's my fault. It is. Yeah, sorry. And then we did the meatloaf, but we wanted to amp it up a little bit. So we did the bourbon bacon. Ready for this? Yeah. A little bit of cinnamon and maple sugar. And then topped out with a little chipotle. Put the ground chuck in there with some caramelized onions, some black garlic, some garlic, some yellow, uh, sorry, for lemon, for zest to bring it and brighten it up. And then Red Gold gave me their Sacramento Bloody Mary mix, and I wanted to do something a little bit different, so we glazed the top of that as it was cooking to do that beautiful Bloody Mary char on the top. That was actually fantastic. We did that as a sandwich, and then we went over to the beef filet because August 13th is National Filet Day, filet mignon. So that was beef tenders. We wanted to showcase that. We did that one with, believe it or not, blackberry sage tea. And some steak seasoning. So I wanted to do a little bit more complexity to it. Then we did a pomus maximus, which is this thin layer. We call it window pane. You got to say it differently. You, you have to say it like pomus maximus. Well, it's pomus, pomus max is what they're called. But pomus maximus, or if you want to do it Italian, maximus. No, like remember, uh, you know, uh, which is the gladiator. Right. Pomus yeah. maximus. Yeah. Maximus. Maximus. Right. Right. right, right. Come on. So stay with me. Man. Those were like window pane little slice uh circular potatoes that were infused with herbs 
And then we topped it off with sauteed spinach. And then John captured the most god awful, beautiful bacon with, like you said, the tribal tattoo going around <laughs> it. It was so sexy. That was really, I th- honestly, I think that's one of the best images we've gotten. Uh, yeah, it's that's like top three for sure. Definitely. Uh, he really captured that. The essence of it was. And then I wanted to do a twist with beef tartare, as most people will do. Right, but you hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, you're 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 just shotgunning all of this against the <laughs> spewing it against the wall. Um, pick it. Pick the tartare. Let's start with the tartare because man, it was it was really good. And you made the uh, you made your own you know quote unquote caviar. Why don't you kind of get into the detail of that a little bit? Sure. Right. <clears throat> a little bit of the ingredient. You know, how did you do it? So modern cuisine, which is what uh, Fernand Adrian, his brother, and Il Bulli did, is they looked at ways that we can do things differently with chemicals like uh, sodium aglinate, calcium chloride, and that. This one was none of that because it's a little more difficult. You have to have filtered water. We've expanded what we can do with agar agar. And if you boil that and then let it cool and then put it in olive oil that's chilled, you instantly, as it drops and falls, you get this beautiful caviar, quote unquote. And then I actually put in thyme as it was cooking, not as in thyme, T-I-M-E, but T-H-M-Y-M-E. That gave another layer of when you're eating the actual tartare, you have that pop of that citrus comes through. And then we topped it off with um, parsley oil that was so rich and deep and green. Very pretty. Yeah, it was. I, I couldn't believe how green it got. It reminded me. Of uh, the jewel of the Nile, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Oh and, and if you, Kurt if Douglas. you, yeah, and if people don't know what that means, like Google that the jewel of the Nile, great <laughs> flick, first of all, but it was just like that, that right? That, Emerald that. green, yeah, yeah. And then we put that on top of a nice baguette that we did. I'm going to um, start calling you El Guapo, <laughs> just just for that movie. Okay, yeah. Well, you can listen. You brought something back from my memory that I forgot about, dude. I'm I'm still living in the '80s, bro. <laughs> Well, yeah. aren't we all? Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not. My my knees tell me it's the well. Yeah, that. that's the stretch zone. You need to go there. <sighs> yeah, we got to work that out with him. And then we got um, Chef. Or sorry, Jonathan is actually finishing up over there. Um, the BLT, the jerked BLT. Oh yeah, John. He's the so yeah. Ibis Images. Um, totally gonna rock that. That's gonna be. Dope. I think. And by the way, it. he probably that son of a. He probably is. Yeah, because, I mean, you got to think about it. When you have jerk and then the savoriness and the saltiness of the bacon and then you have the bourbon. If he's eating it, he's the jerk. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course. Because I, I have been saving some space uh, for that uh, piece of that. Well, you know why we're doing bacon today? <laughs> the 20th. Is there a wrong reason? The 20th is National Bacon Day okay. of this month. Some hashtag there? Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that we kind of bring that to light so that people understand bacon's great every day, but it actually has its own national day. Yeah, I can I can get behind it. hundred oh, percent. In front of it, over it, it <laughs> in it, whatever. You know? Exactly. It's good. Um all right, so uh, Tartar was amazing. Thank you. I'm 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 a big Tartar guy. All right. And uh, and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you good um I can never just give you a ten. I'm I because you're you're kind of a d bag. No, I'm kidding. You're not that at all. No, it was it was it was freaking phenomenal. Man. Thank you. Good job. You did great today. In fact, um, meatballs. Yeah, meatballs are good. Listen, the bar for that is. Oh, I know it's high for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was having like my fa- I'm, I'm I'm I am a second generation. Right, so you have, yeah, you have your Nona, your Bella. Right. All these people, and I grew up eating like some freaking high-powered, really amazing, you know, 
uh, amazing, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it was so real. Authentic is the word I couldn't yep. pull up. So freaking wonderful. You did a terrific job on the meatball. Thank you. Yes. Got my own little twist in it, but you know. Yeah. Well, it. I mean, do, well, everything you do has your. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the Schlissel uh, flair. Yeah. You know, so um, what was the next dish? So we did the meatballs. We did the meatball or meatloaf entree with the carrots, mm-hmm. uh, the carrot puree with the lemon in it with chipotle. We're going to bring Manny on shortly, but he said something interesting I want to get into with the yin yang, yin and the yang uh, of aspect that. of that particular dish, which I thought was, you know, pretty, uh, pretty witty. And then the one we did with the meatloaf sandwich, most of the time people just do ketchup, meatloaf, and a sandwich, and that's kind of it. We, we toast the, the baguette or the uh, bread. We did. Instead of just ketchup, I did smoked tomato aioli. Yes. From a couple of layers. And then the jalapenos. This is elevated meatloaf. This is an elevated meatloaf. Yeah, this was definitely one of the big more craveable. This is not grandma's meatloaf. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You know, funny story real quick before you bring Manny in. Um, This was down in South Florida. Went to a restaurant. Uh, My dad was there. It was a whole, it was a family event. There was maybe 20 of us at the the table. And uh, he's, he's an older guy. He's looking at the... He's looking at the menu and he says, Hey, call the meatloaf is $15. I can make that at home for like uh two fifty. And I'm like, don't you say something to don't, I do not talk to anyone else about this at all today. <laughs> like don't say a word. Well, I told you when I worked at the white tablecloth, we had meatloaf on the menu. And people might be thinking right now, $15 sounds pretty cheap. cheap Th- yeah. This was this was like 15 years ago or more, 16, 17, 16 years ago. It was a long time ago. So $15 for a meatloaf place back then for a dish is was actually pretty pricey. And just uh, forget. I'm okay. Not, I'm not going to tell you how much it was for us at the restaurant then. It, not, what do you mean? Oh, what? Oh, when, I, we, when I was at the white tablecloth, it was like $28. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm in the freaking business. But like, you know. Poor old fellow was like, uh, oh yeah, people that don't know that are not in the industry don't know. He's like, look at this, I can do this at home for like you know, a quarter the price. I'm like, dad, this, but we're coming out to eat, you know. Like, uh, there's yeah. labor involved. In it. Uh, Gas to pay? Yeah, I think so. So uh, we're gonna bring uh, we're gonna bring chef on. I think so. That's a good idea. Manny, are you uh, you uh, you with us? Right. Ooh. Look at that, your own little. It's in his writer. It was part of the contract to get him on. <laughs> yeah, how to play this. That's my walk-up music. <laughs> That's my pull-up-a-chair music. I like it. I, Where'd you find that one? I, you know, this guy told me about Spotify it. Spotify like, has everything. <laughs> Spotify has everything. Well, it's got you two on it, too. So Yeah, that's the bars that's kind of. All right, so listen, obviously, we're <laughs> it's, it's for fun and everything. Um, where are you from? California. Oh, where's your family from? Like ethnically? Yeah, why am I? Why are you? <laughs> come on, can you give some perspective on yeah, the thing? We're, we're Pakistani American. All right. So this is actually a really cool tune. Um, and I'm glad we did this. All right. Let's jump into it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Indy, in, Indy car racing, uh, Team McLaren. That's pretty badass. It's really neat. I mean, I kind of fell into it this past year, this past Indy car season. It's something you don't think about. Um, you know, I, Jeff and I worked for the same company for a good seven, eight years together. We both have a background in resorts and hotels, restaurants. 
And feeding in that sense, it's kind of, you know, as a chef, it comes natural. It's like, oh, okay, people want food. They order from a menu, we feed them. But you don't think about like these teams that need to eat. This whole this whole team of a hundred people of mechanics, engineers, drivers, um, you know, truck drivers, car drivers, they all they're on the road for these races. How do you feed a hundred people? Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. That's you the know. minimum, though. That, that's, that's the yeah. minimum because you get the VIP. And that's just one. That. That's just one team. I mean, this IndyCar circuit this year has like at least five major teams and then small, smaller teams. But um, so I kind of fell into this, not knowing through another contact. Like, oh, we need our chef fell through. We need someone that can kind of travel and um, you know feed the team and feed feed some of our guests. I'm like, what do you mean feed the team? And once I saw it, I'm like. Oh wow, we're like showing up in a empty parking lot, building a structure. Concrete. The, the parking lot's literally falling, <laughs> yeah, melting, Detroit. literally melting as they were putting it up. Are you feeding three squares a day? Two and a half. Yeah, so we do so 100, 100, 100 people plus uh, two and a half times a day. Time, two, 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 200 people. Two hundred. Oh, yeah. yeah. So a hundred for the team, and then usually about a hundred for the VIP guests. Yeah, I think two one, and a half times a day. Day one was four hundred and sixty nine people. That's crazy. Yeah, and the time constraints is just ridiculous. I, I, I mean, I'm still in awe. Well, yeah, you guys just you, you guys just did a gig together uh, a month a or so ago. ago. Yeah, right? two, a couple months ago. Yeah, months ago. Yeah, you were in Michigan, Detroit, Detroit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dearborn, right out where they did the, the Detroit Grand Prix and. Mom's downtown Detroit. Yeah, right? literally downtown, streets, yeah. right off of Franklin. It was a street race, so like the, the <laughs> deafening. Yeah. It's cool. I, I man, I love that stuff. I I already mentioned once before about uh, you know doing the Miami Grand Prix like twenty something years ago. Um, one of my chefs was with the Audi team, and um, man, it was just really what a great experience. When you hear the cars, and you can, you know, that's so amazing. I yeah, love it. we try to tape it, and 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 I know the it's, phone does not do justice no. at all. It is what 120 decibels. My watch kept on saying loud, loud environment, loud environment. I'm like, okay, I hear you. Yeah, I, when we were in Detroit, I was in the in the trailer, and he, uh, Manny, and Robert, his um, the other prep cook that was with us. They had to wear earplugs. Yeah. It was that loud. It was 110 degrees out there as well. That's fun. I mean, listen, we're here in Florida. It's, it's 110 <laughs> degrees at nighttime, you know. But the day I left was like 41 degrees. <laughs> I was like, really? This couldn't be this yesterday? <laughs> so what kind of, what's the, is it, um, so what I learned today, and I didn't know this, but apparently the the drivers are, you know, they're smaller framed individuals, right? 
the drivers are on a strict diet that's um, handled by nutritionists and performance coaches, et cetera. So their meals come out of, you know, um, my kitchen as well, but they're totally separate from what everyone else gets. And they're, you know, each driver has specific requirements and those are given to us ahead of time. We're planned for, um, and those don't, you know, it's, those are three, three meals, two, sometimes three times a day. Um, yeah, but I think that's the, in my opinion, uh, if I'm listening to this, I'm, and I'm hearing, well, what do you mean? It's like, they're like, uh, they're like, um, jockeys, you yeah. know, they're, they're smaller framed, uh, individuals and, you know, they have a strict regiment of food, you know, the, the, they have to probably work out just to stay, you know, uh, those cars, it's gotta be taxing physically, right. Yeah. To drive like that. Very physical. So they have to be in great shape. They have to not eat the things they want to eat and you still mm-hmm. eat healthy. And I don't know how they would do it. Yeah, you do. You would think you just get in a car and you drive around in circles, right? It's not. I mean, there's, there's. When you look at that car, when they had one of them literally right in the parking parking lot where we were, I'm like, I couldn't get in there. You know, the guys that do Top Gear and whatever is on HBO, Jeremy Clarkson gets into a car in in Russia, like they were doing this trip. It was the latest one. He got into the car. It was a Formula One, like like they would drive like the Indy cars. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. They literally be, had to take the car apart. That would be me. Out. That would be me. But that's that's what we're talking about. You look at the frame of what Jeremy Clarkson is to what you know these drivers are. They've got a certain height. They've got to be a certain yeah. build because there's no way. I mean, Ryan Sheehan, who is on LinkedIn, who follows us, he's trying to get into Formula One uh, right now. He's got his own team. His father's and I uh, follows you and I okay. on social media. What's so, up, Brad? There we go. Hey, so you said a, you, there was a funny story about garlic. <laughs> what, what was that about? So this was, so my first, my first race with, with this was, um, for the month, what they, what they call the month of May in Indianapolis. This is leading up to the Indianapolis 500. So there's a couple of weeks of, um, there's a GP race, a, a, um, road course race that happens like the week before the Indy 500 and there's practicing and testing. And so, cause all the teams are basically based out of Indianapolis. And um, in in the week leading up to it, it was one of the first driver meals I was making, and um, you know they they give us okay we want you know double chicken with pasta and some vegetables. Of course, as chefs, we're like, all right, you know, um, flavor. flavor. We want to add some flavor. flavor. It can't just be totally bland. And um, so we've the, for that day is I think we did like broccolini or something or green beans and made a little too, a little too garlicky, a little too fresh garlic. And I heard uh, from the nutritionist later on, it's like, Hey chef drivers are loving the food. Can we just cut back on the fresh garlic? One of the drivers apparently during one of his practice sessions had a burp and <laughs> ended up with garlic in his helmet for the rest of his practice session. I'm like, I felt so bad. I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, <laughs> so I, listen, what, what's wrong with that? Because I'm a smart ass by nature, right? My immediate response would have been well, drive faster. Drive faster. Yeah, I, I did that Finish on purpose. I, you know, I want him to win. You know, I want to get back quick, you know? But as a chef, you know, so when I sat, when I sat with that in my hotel room later that night, 
as a chef, we don't think about those things. And it's something I haven't had to think about. It's like, okay, garlic is flavor. You want it to be flavorful. And I'm sure the driver appreciated the flavor at the time. And for the rest <laughs> of the, the second time. <laughs> for the rest of the round. But then, but then it's like, okay, what is he there to do? And he's there to focus on his car, get it dialed in for the race. You know, me putting the little chef quote unquote twist to it or something kind of could have detracted from that. And um, so it was kind of an eye opening moment for me. The whole time when I was in Detroit, I, I had to do the driver meals. I kept on saying, extra garlic? <laughs> but you, you literally, you have to think, like, is it okay to use butter? Is it okay to use salt? Is it okay? Because so what do you have to ask the nutritionist or everything? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the chef, the nutritionist works very closely with do you ever, the chef. Do you, does the, do you, as the chef, get to interact with the, with the team, with the drivers or anyone? Or Sometimes they're around. They've, uh, at, you know, I wave to them and they've waved back, but... That's about it. Okay. Yeah, they're they're all business, and that's McLaren. That's 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 cool. I mean, listen, you know, I don't. What are the what's the what's like the how many? What, 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 Andretti is one of the bigger ones, right? Yeah, Andretti Autosports. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty big. On what that. cars is everybody pushing though? For IndyCar, mm-hmm. it's uh, what do you mean? What cars? No, you're McLaren. So yeah, obviously team McLaren. McLaren yeah. yeah, team McLaren. Yeah. yeah, no, but with IndyCar, the rules are different. So all the teams they have to use a Dallara chassis. Mm-hmm. So there's one chassis manufacturer, and each team chooses whether they're going to go for their engine. They're going to go with either Chevy or Honda. Those are the two engine. I think yeah, they're the only two ones for for this season, and then Firestone for tires. So there's there's all these rules. I I know. This is my first foray into motorsports, so I'm actually getting into motorsports, like into the sport of it and understanding it. So I'm very, very novice on that fact. But they have strict, as far as the cars and stuff go, I guess they have strict guidelines and rules that they have to follow on how to, what they can use, how to set up the car, etc. Yeah, I didn't even know this. One of the runs that was going on in Detroit was on Saturday. Um, somebody's family member was racing in the car. It was Trans Am. But it wasn't all Trans Ams. It was, no, it was, it was the, that, uh, the Michelin Pilot Challenge. It was when the, cam, the nephew was Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Dude, those cars were so... They were louder than the... The, oh, the Trans Ams. Yeah, yeah those, those, those were really loud. Holy... I mean, 150 decibels? Hmm. You couldn't even... Like, when they were yeah. whizzing by, I was like, no, I'm... I'm it's I like, uh, it's right like one of my systems from back in the day in the car. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Was Couple of jails. Yeah. JL Audios. JL Audios, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. little shout out to Jim and Luigi over there in Hollywood. Right. In this last race I did in Nashville, um, they had these, I, f- I don't know what they call them, but uh, these trucks. Oh, he showed would, me like, the video. Jump, you sh- they were jumping they had ramps. little ramps. And coming around turns on three wheels. It was, it was nuts. They were getting 15 feet of air. <laughs> I'll show you the video later. Yeah, it's, it's I was like, it was like monster truck meets like motor raceway. That's okay. the best way to describe that. There's a term for him. I forget what it is. Uh, but you're knucking futs? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. So, all right. So um, 200 people a day. The drivers are very particular about what they can eat. Mm-hmm. Do you get to, uh, to kind of like, uh, you know, pop the clutch, so to speak, for w- with what you're doing? And can you get creative? I mean, what yeah. yeah, for the well, most not part. For, not for the drivers. So let's, no, the let's, drivers let's, are separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Drivers are like nothing you can do with it. So the way it's set up, the rest of it, is um, the menu falls on me, It's which is neat. It's a really cool thing. Um, 
the menu falls on on me. Well, of course, approval by the team. So um, I'll give draft menus and they'll come back. Um, usually, it's two two different menus: menu for 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 the team, and then menu for the VIP structure um, for the VIP guests who are going to come enjoy the race. And uh, they're very similar menus. I try to you know make them. I try to cross utilize as much as I can because again, we're we're showing up to a place where I don't really have established relationships, relationships as far as like purveyors and vendors and where to get food. I mean, a lot of these, like Detroit was the first time I'd ever been in Detroit. Then uh, road America, Plymouth, (laughs) Plymouth, uh, Wisconsin, never been in Wisconsin in my life before, let alone Plymouth, which is like two hours from the nearest airport. Um, So, Walk and Talk Podcast, now sweetened by Noble Citrus. Bite into a juicy crunch tangerine. 40 years perfected. Seedless and oh so tasty. Or savor a starburst pomelo. The giant citrus with a unique zing. Don't miss autumn honey tangerines. Big and easy to peel. Noble. Generations of citrus expertise. Delivering exceptional flavor year-round. Taste the difference with Noble Citrus. Logistically, it's a nightmare. Yeah, sourcing all of the stuff, writing the menus, sourcing all the ingredients, um, coming up into and not going into a, into a brick and mortar. It's, you know, we're building a tent kitchen to cook out of. Um, Literally, a, a tent lot. kitchen. Tent, yeah. not tent. But you're almost, you guys are almost, when you're doing this, it's almost as if it's uh, like a yacht chef. You know, a little different, similar, you know, you just, yeah. all your provisions are, you know, you, you've got to get creative. Yeah. You know, this taught me, we could probably go on any of those shows like Chopped or uh, Next TV Food Network, whatever, because the stuff we did, you literally walk in, there's nothing. You, the guys, the team sets up the kitchen and you walk in, you have to pull out all your stuff. You have to get everything cleaned out and then you get a 200 case order yeah. dropped. You got, one, you got one chance at it. You get one order. Because it's only a three-day, four-day event. Um, most I guess you're, you're relying on broadliners for this mostly. One, one or, you know, the national broadliners yeah. definitely have yeah. to. Um, but the, the, here's the thing. He's not even touched on it. It's the logistics and timing. Because you got to feed breakfast to both VIP and the team and the drivers. Mm-hmm. So usually what's the breakfast for the team was like 5 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. Usually 5, 6 a.m. Yeah, and then 9 o'clock was Nine. the VIP breakfast. And then... Part there's only three of us, so there's one of us that's jumping on to the lunch, which is lunch is served for the team at like eleven o'clock. It has to be gone by eleven o'clock, and then the the VIPs are like twelve. That's that was eleven thirty, yeah, 11, 12, 12. yeah, something like that. So you're there's no time. Like I remember the Saturday we worked together, we didn't it's, eat until we went to dinner at San, or the sushi restaurant. Us, you mean yeah, us? Yes. Yeah, we didn't need to like. We had a eight, fifteen hour yeah, well, day. That's, that's, eight, nine o'clock. Well, that's normal. No, we yeah. couldn't. No, we, there was no even. There was no time to even pick. Like sometimes you can pick, mm-hmm. get something to go. And there was none. Well, I mean, I can appreciate that. I, there was a million years ago when I was down in Miami, <clears throat> and um, you know, selling produce. I had uh, I forgot the name of the yacht, but it was it was a large yacht, and uh, you know, they'd call, "Hey, let's call." Super important. 
we're going to be docked for, I don't know, whatever, 35 minutes. It was like some stupid number. You have to be there. The product has to be there. <laughs> we're picking it up and we're getting the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. It has to be there. No shorts, no miss picks, no yeah. nothing. Has to be perfect. You know how hard it is to get those perfect. Yeah, numbers. well, yeah, I sure do. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely do. And but but it was situations. I remember one time um, we missed the uh, we missed the window at the where they were docked. We had to get creative. There's it was somewhere in uh, in Brickle somewhere. I forget where. And you had to go meet them that somewhere. Literally just off the, like the side of the, the like the, I I pulled up in a place that I shouldn't have been parking. I popped the trunk and I'm handing them over like ten or fifteen cases like <laughs> right over the side of the wall to the to the to the ship. Yeah, it was crazy. But we this is what yeah. this is the life that we've chosen. This yeah. crazy life. So for me for this it's been you know you know working in a hotel or resort you know it's awesome but for me it's been this has been a new challenge it's another element of the challenge of okay i gotta you know i gotta get all the stuff there and then in the back of my mind before i even get on site what i gotta play worst case scenarios what if my stuff doesn't show up what am i gonna do then how am i gonna salvage this or the kitchen doesn't get built out in time what are we gonna do i I actually bought um, an immersion uh, sorry, a sous vide machine mm. out to Detroit because we were trying to figure out worst case scenario with the combi oven to make this one wants to do eggs Benedict for 97. See, that was again a challenge. And I'm, I'm pulling it off <laughs> ever since then. We're pulling it off. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, you, 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 you yeah, look but, at things. But, but you know what? Good for him. Good for you, man. Yeah. Let me tell you something. They, they were spot Make the freaking eggs Benedict. They were you know spot what? on. Let's, 63 degree Benedict mm. Celsius. Oh. Celsius. Yeah. Just want to clarify those people that there's another form <laughs> oh, of temperature out there, Fahrenheit and Celsius. Wow. All right. So, okay. yeah, that is the perfect egg, by the way. The, yeah. the yolk I, is um, just starting to set. For the, for for these races, I have to say, I, I'm for for that, uh, the 63 degree Benedict that I've been doing at these races, I'm really proud of that. I'm just, I pat myself on the shoulder you on should. that because it's Can like, we I get just, a shirt? Can we get it? I wish John was here. I want to make a shirt. You know, that has something to do with like 63 degree. Yeah. That could yeah. be the name of his, his, uh, yeah, you want segment. That? You yeah, want sure. your segment? So, <laughs> all right, look, let me, let me stop for a second. All right. Folks, uh, here listen, it comes. Folks, uh, listening to, uh, the audience, the wonderful people who support what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. We have a couple of shout outs we need to do after you get yeah. done with this. I, you're getting way, way I know, go ahead. For it, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Sure. You know, I'll tell you what, Schlissel, Meister, <laughs> stop it. Silence. All right. So, First of all, we're trying to uh, to up the game here. We're trying to bring more entertainment, more more value, more food, foodie, foodalicious, you know, uh, content. Right? Did you just say foodie, foodie patootie delicious? Food, food, yeah. See, that would have been better. Foodie yeah. patootie. Meanwhile, I was on the phone with uh, with Pooch the other day. He's like, he's like, man, I. Uh, Oh. You, you called me out in like three episodes, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, brother, this is what we do. Um, where are the cheesies? Um, oh yeah. <laughs> the cheese cheese. So I I have what I did because my kids like ran through that like a train. I do have some put aside. Right, well, you told me though. You said you yeah. were to bring it today. I brought you the dog gate instead. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. It was a, like it's the priorities, right? Priorities. Yeah, my, what do you want from me? Dog anyway, gate for my car. Anyways, yeah, I have for you the cheese. Okay. Sorry, right. po- sorry, Pooch. It's going to be a little more time before I start playing with those. It's all right, Poochie Poo. Look, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> all right. So what I'm getting at here is um, we're trying to level up here. 
on what we're doing content wise and, and, you know, just entertainment value. So what we proposed is having different, having different chef man down, having uh, <laughs> different chefs, um, you know, around, uh, around the country in certain in particular regions, Northeast, Southwest, whatever, Midwest, and kind of be the, the chef on the street talk about what's trending in the areas, what's going on. You know, if there's some badass new uh, restaurant or hotel or some kind of thing going on, let's talk about it. You know, let's get it out there. Um, so listen, we're talking team McLaren. We're talking indie cars. We're talking like, Hey, I'm going all over the damn country. Anyhow, I, Ma- chef Manny, he's the man might be the man. I'm just yeah. saying, so that's going to be his segment. But if you do that, you have to get the sound of the vehicle at some point. Oh, that's, yeah. We can, we can make that, that happen. I have that, too. I have that. But it's not, it, listen, the sound does not. Maybe that could be part of his, like, um, intro music or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> you know, something like that. I don't know. But it has to go oh, on with that music. That, no, we don't have to stop it. The know, best that. sound on the racetrack, honestly, is when, after they give the command of driver start your engines and all... 24 cars start up at the same time. Oh man, I bet that you that is, is cool. As that could is be. the sound. Hey, bar and grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. Yeah, you just, you won me. That's it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. We were too far away in Detroit. The only thing better for me, you know, when you say Detroit, you should just be like, Mom Spaghetti, every time. Just <laughs> Mom Spaghetti, Mom Spaghetti. We Which all side know of it's 8 Detroit. Mile were we on? I think the, we were on that side of 8 Mile. Yeah, definitely. We're it doesn't on even matter. It's just, you know, anyhow. Uh, what, the only thing to make what he just said better about the, you know, 24, uh, engine starting ones is if I was just chomping on a handful of crispy bacon, I know it's over there, no, no, but he's not come out. He ate it. I'm sure that that <laughs> son of a bitch, he's, he's eaten it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's eaten. Eaten. He, he had done eaten it. I am, I am so angry <laughs> right now because I save space for it specifically. Just like this much. Just, I mean, I got a lot of space. Umpo, 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 go, yeah. Um, so, what are you thinking about that? About I love it. it. I love it because again, um, so it's not so. Each of the teams has a similar setup, and it's been really cool being part of the the paddock of this and meeting the the chefs and the 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 folks from the other teams. And uh, it's you know, a is there any is there any sort of a rivalry or no? There's not, not with chefs. Not with the chefs. It's we've we've all gone. What do you mean not with the chefs? No, no seriously. It's, it's no. There's a brotherhood. When you're slaving like you're doing out there, and you're slinging. Of course, it, there's camaraderie. Yeah, there's definitely them. no. I we don't care that. about that. I, I've oh I like you guys are no fun. <laughs> like zero point zero percent. No, like. the chefs for this. Talk the about chefs a bland. Totally talk about a bland soup going on right <laughs> no, now. No, we have a lot of love in that. We have cardamom cloves like uh, ground, yeah. ground up. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, there's already been borrowing of cups of sugar and flour and I mean, bartering. I'm not saying to, to you know, um, to, to, to get in somebody's way and, and ruin their shift. You know what I mean? We're not even, we, no, I can tell you in Detroit, we're, we're, we're uh, Mama Spaghetti. We're, we weren't even <laughs> next spaghetti. to anybody. 
In Detroit, we weren't. All the other races I've been fortunate to have. Yeah. So I got to get you to another one because so you can see see what's been built there. When you go, I'm going to give you the. Um, I'm going to let you use the Zoom recorder. Oh, that right. would yeah. I was thinking about that when you said him. That would mm-hmm. be perfect because I think that would actually get the sound quality. That it does, man. Well. It's so amazing. Zoom recorder, badass uh, piece of equipment. All right. Yeah. 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 It catches every, everything. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it for sure. For sure. Um, Probably catches a cricket fart. I had to. Why? That It's we, me. The show. We were just on the rise. Do we, do we always have to go through this? You bring it up, I bring it down. It's oh. called the yin and yang. Speaking of yin and yang, I wanted my nieces and nephews to hear this. Episode. They can hear that. I said fart. They can. Your nephew would love that. How old are they? Gosh, Ish. don't don't put me on the spot. I mean, they probably just read everybody I, poops, so it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, they range from three to yeah. This fits into twenties. This actually, so that's Jeff's audience. Yeah, three. Right. <laughs> three so that's his demographic yeah. right there. Uh, usually the dinosaur little chicken nuggets thing the jiggy. Yeah. Those. Well, that's your that's about yeah. your elevation in terms of uh, chef foot, right? Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. Definitely. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> yeah, right? No, no I don't want to cook for kids, bro. I have my own. Huh? She doesn't need even eat like to have to be craft macaroni and cheese, which is just drives me nuts. That's but, so na- there's too many bad things in there. I know. But what am I going to do? My wife made macaroni and cheese, but like some like good ones, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, I forget what she used, but there was like four different, like really good cheeses. And my daughter had the audacity. And I say it like that. Cause it was, it's that intense to, to be like, I want the other one. I want the orange one, you know, cause yep. of the, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not my child. <laughs> I need a DNA test. I should do that anyway. Probably. Right. Huh? <laughs> Just she doesn't listen to the show. So I can say whatever the hell I want. There you go. Yeah. Neither does my family, so it's yeah, okay. Except, except for <laughs> Chef Paul, or sorry, Uncle Pauly. Uncle Pauly. You know, Uncle Pauly. Before we get to Pauly, um, Ying and Yang. Ying and Yang. Talk to me. What Ying was and that? Yang. So, wait, yeah. Before we get, what what was the uh, what were those the ingredients? Were yeah. So in the meatloaf itself was a, a pureed roasted carrot, yellow and, and orange, and all it was was um, uzu, salt, pepper, chipotle, and uh, honey. I wanted to do like a riff on that spicy, what is that, Mom? Mike's honey? Spicy mm-hmm. honey? Hot honey. Yeah. yeah, hot honey. Thank you. And I didn't, I was like, oh, what can I do? And I just thought, ooh, Chipotle. And I just threw that in there and kind of did that. But he came up with a great idea. Because yeah, you got the, you have the yellow and yeah. then you had the orange. Yeah. Right? So he came up to my plate and just like squirted Squid. two little uh, dollops. Dollops. Of, I was like, oh, more, ba- more baby food. I didn't know what period. <laughs> just put them on and walked away. Right. So I taste them like, wait, that's his that? demographic. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> No, no, but classically though, you you know this, Carl. Classically, just a really good puree that's been passed through a sieve. There's nothing that you know the the art and the care that goes into making that is just one of the best things in culinary. But so he puts these purees, and I taste it. You know, one's yellow, one's bright orange. And like first, I thought the yellow one was butternut, and he's like, no, it's carrot, and it was bright and lemon. It's like what what all do you put in it? He's like just just. Yeah, just the yellow carrot and something else. And it's like the citrus in there. He's like, yeah, yuzu. And then I tra- tasted the orange one. It was more roasted. And all of a sudden, I was like, wait. I'd never thought about separating them out like that. And and um, then just making them contrasting. So I was like, wait, the orange one, let's go darker. Let's get some molasses in there, some warm spices, cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, um, ginger. 
And then let's take that yellow one, brighten it up even more with uh, more citrus, um, some green spices, some green heat, you know, some, maybe some, you know. Hatch chilies would have been nice too. Hatch chilies, yeah. Yeah, that would and have been really nice. Get those fire. on the plate together. Oh my gosh. Dark, light, contrast, heat, sweet. Yeah. I, so the, the, <laughs> what, what, what I'm watching here is I think what uh, many in the audience look for when they're looking for recipes or they, they, or they want to follow a chef. You guys were exuding creativity. You were like, I'm watching you and your little gear, the gears in the head oh, were, yeah. were moving. But then you see that's where the passion is. Like you see, that's where the passion comes out in, in that, in that volley of, um, Oh, try this or try that. Or maybe this is good or hatch this or what? Yeah, no, that's, that's super cool. Well, and then again, you look at the people that you have the support around you, right? You want to surround yourself with great people and people that are really pushing themselves. Manny has done that since the first time we met um, when we worked with the Broadliner. And we were talking about people today like Peter Felton, Dennis Johnson, um, uh, uh, Joe Vaughn, and all those guys, too. Mm-hmm. We had a great group of people when we worked together where we could bounce ideas off of Arletta, who helped him out in Wisconsin, and Ed Butler in Nashville. These are great people that just... We're so talented and so overlooked. Jackie Shelby was another one that I can think of right often. QB, Chris QB. All these guys and gals just are, they, they exude the passion. And we, we talk about it on another podcast. That passion translates into craveability. Craveability means people want it. They, they, they crave that. I just want to tie some stuff together real quick. Okay. Go for it. All right. We're talking purees a minute ago. Yeah. Baby food. Mm-hmm. As you put it. Uh, we're talking purees. Wait, actually, yeah, that was, that that was many. Um, so here's the passion, right? You, you had, you came up with some celery root puree, uh, a few <laughs> pot roast. A, month, a month ago or so. Yeah. Last week. Wasn't, no, 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 this was. No, oh, oh the original time. time I did it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Back. So listen, uh, Manny, he, an audience, he, so Jeff says, look, I, I got this, the tube of the, of the stuff. I'm going to, I'm not going to bring it home. I said, I'll, I'll take it. Oh, yeah, right? I know. So I, I, I ended up, I didn't have anything to use it with, right? And mm-hmm. I'm by myself. At the time, my, my, uh, my family was out of town. I'm, I'm living the bachelor life at the house. And I'm like, shit, that's going to that's gonna go bad. <laughs> I was like, that's going to go bad. So I just proceeded to like, you know, I, I just, I ate it right from the, right from, from the, the piping page, bag, right, yep. right, from, right from, the, from the pastry yeah. bag. Yep. Gosh. And I'm a, that. I'm a gluttonous fat just, but I'm passionate about it, man. I like, you embrace it. Well, yeah. you, tell Manny about what you posted recently on on social media, and somebody well, responded. Pushed the happiest. Oh, I, I gained like 25 pounds. It's the happiest 20 something pounds I've ever had in my life. You know, I'm miserable every day when I get dressed. Every yeah, and day I hear him cussing at me. He calls me, and you know, I, I was trying to get dressed today, and I'm starting to sweat. Yeah, I'll, I'll just yeah. To, just to like uh, to pull up my pants. I'm sweating. <laughs> how did this happen to me? How did, I don't know how this works. Like, Food coma. You know, that's eternal that's, coma. It was a food. That's what food does. And that's what we, that's why we stay in it. You know, this, I gotta get uh, a doctor on the payroll. <laughs> well, this, this or whole nutritionist. Yeah. This whole gig that I've been doing, um, this racing circus, circus, I call it. It is, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's tough. Um, it, it's tough. The heat, the, the, the stress of, you know, putting it on, um, in a very uncontrolled environment, but there's been so many nuggets of joy that have come out of it for me as a chef. Like uh, the time we went into the sushi bar. 
<laughs> that's a different type of nugget, but uh, no, like just this you can't, last. Well, you can't pass yeah. over that. You got to like somebody's going to hear that and go. You, you you're not going to skip that. It was John, John, Manny, and I walk into a, a sushi restaurant. It's the background of who we are. So we had a Mexican, a Pakistani, and a Jewish guy walk into a sushi restaurant. Can't make that stuff up. There's a joke in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uni. We went back the next day, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, we'll, have, yeah, we'll have uni. We'll have uni the next day. I said, we're going to come back. We literally walked in just to get uni for like dessert. The guy's like, he's like, come back tomorrow. And we did, and he goes, oh, you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> so John, one of the guys that was with us, so young John, kid. John, yeah. Um, and, you know. Jeff and I knew that the, the, the sushi chef was, you know, joking with us when he said, come back tomorrow, I'll have uni. But John didn't catch on to it. So we went back anyway. Yeah, John was all about, I need to get my uni for dessert. He was joking. He was, yeah, yeah, John. And and Jeff's the kind of guy to let it just ride out. (laughs) Oh yeah. But it was, let it 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 hit the wall. Oh, literally the entire restaurant. We walked in the door. I went, I think I say, Hey, we're back. And the whole restaurant stopped and looked and he just screams from the, he's all the way in the back. He's like, I got you. He goes, I got, Oh, you got me. (laughs) We don't have any uni. And we turned around and walked out. That's very, that's a letdown. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel let down right now. And it, just hearing the story. What, what do we do in the industry? Yeah, but we what do we provide? A service. Yeah. Our service was to have that uni waiting for us because we were told. Sure. I so mean, we expected it. I expected it because I love I uni. We were in Dearborn, Michigan. There wasn't water to be found in I don't know how far. But they found sushi, uh, didn't they? This is, I wasn't expecting uni. Expectations need to be lowered. Right. Well, which, which kind of reminds me of something here. I was, uh, was on the Facebook, uh, right? I have no idea where he's going with this. Well, you tur- you'll find out. Okay. Just, just stick with me here. So I was, uh, I was on Facebook. And I'm on a uh, I'm on a group, and what what's the guy's name? Um, Favreau, John Favreau, that does the Star Wars. And, yeah, and, is that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that right, John Favreau. Yep. All right, so there's a, there's a group with his name. He's not has nothing to do with it, but it's all food service people, and they're all nuts. Oh, from the Chef movie. Yeah. God. Right. Yeah. But all these people on this particular, they're all nuts. It's the true version of the restaurant industry the people in it it's like they're they're lunatics it's a fun group anyway somebody put something on there about um gratuities right uh we talked about that yeah Yeah. it's you know in terms of expectations and things like that like you know pushing the narrative of oh you know servers should be uh get a minimum wage and and i'm like why do we want our dishes to be you know instead of 25 bucks they want it to be 45 bucks like why do you want to do that them that's what's gonna happen or you're gonna get rob i went to, we went to the food show remember they had the robots there yes yeah the, the people don't think about that well look at mcdonald's and, but you know what you make so much more money with the tips anyway well look at mcdonald's they when the workers went on strike what they do they pulled all the register out now you have to do it yourself and you know that's been just waiting they've been waiting to just roll that that was a perfect time to pull that trigger yeah and there you go, saving some money. Mm-hmm. So, you I mean, look at it. Labor is what the shortage is. Yeah. Expectations, man. People need to get their expectations in line, work hard, and just do what you got to do. Thank God the people over here listening to this podcast have the lowest expectations to have good entertainment. But we love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for following us. Do you know, I'm going to put it out there, um, 46 weeks we have been in the top 100 on the Apple podcast charts in the food category. So we've been ranking in the food category, top 100 
for 46 weeks or, or nine months or 285 days we've been ranking. Amazing. Um, yeah, so cool. I, we, we have a buddy of ours who has a podcast that hit a million mm-hmm. uh, downloads. How Patrick long, Kelly. Yeah, how long did it take produce in, The Produce Industry Podcast. And he does a phenomenal job. Logistics and produce. Oh, All gosh. produce. It's everything fruits and, you, and veg. And you would think, and let me tell you something, he's got some following. Yeah. He, he and he's entertaining, a, too. He I, hit I a do. million. Yeah, well, he's, he, he's, his character is yeah. he's phenomenal. Um, but the, he hit a million uh, downloads. How long did it take him? Um, what, uh, maybe three years or something? And Plus, how many were you up to now? Uh, last week we hit half a million. We hit 500,000 last, uh, about a week ago. That's awesome. It just boggles That's, my mind. Yeah. We, we put out the last podcast. In fact, it's so funny. Two days ago, uh, Brian Kilman, mm-hmm. little shout out for him, sent me a text. He's like, Hey, what's the next topic on the podcast? I'm like, <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We found out about an hour ago before we started. <laughs> no, that's not true. We, we put a little thought into this. A little bit. You see, there's so many schools of thought. Manny, you actually, I think, asked me something earlier uh, re- relative to this. But at the end of the day, you know, we do a little bit of prep. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, we have a, a show flow. There's an ebb and flow to to what we're doing. What we're doing here. We have our topics, but we don't script. And and there's to the, there's different schools of thought. And the truth is. Most podcasters are going to say, well, no, you got to be more, you know, rigid, rigid and organized and you got to, you know, standard the, operating procedures. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I feel like, you know, have a framework and keep it loose and, and enjoy the moments, enjoy the time. And if something funny can come up and yeah, you hit a side vein and you get into something different, but you got to make sure to bring it all back to bring it back. If you don't, I think that's where you, um, that's where you let your audience down. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But I think what we're doing and, you know, coming up with ideas, what we're focused on, uh, especially with now the new, the new website, mm-hmm. which we haven't talked about the yeah. walk and talk.com. It's a refresh. We refreshed <clears throat> it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It really is. I mean, not, not because I'm on it. It's just because <laughs> somebody, it, I'm talking about the other peeps. Somebody's got a blog. <laughs> <laughs> I will be having a blog, so we'll talk about yeah, one. You got, you got one silly little article. What what the hell is this? You should. I, I was thinking, but, you know, John's like, hey, man, we're, we're up and running. I'm like, oh, sweet. I go and look. This is like one article. What is this? I got more coming. God. You know what? I, I go to sit down and I get writer's block. I'm not kidding you. I'm like, I gotta do this. I gotta just open up the computer, turn. Damn it! Um, the refrigerator's calling me. <laughs> hey, well, I can appreciate that. That calls me always. It's always calling me. I hear it. I hear it when I'm. Well, not not on Thursdays. No, not Thursdays. <laughs> there, I, my my wife asked you. She goes, "Are you eating dinner uh, here tomorrow?" I'm like, Dude, "Probably it's, not." I said, it's Thursday. No. <laughs> I mean, I have a sickness. <laughs> Maybe I am. I don't. I don't know. But no, probably not. Yeah, when I got out of the car. I told you when I got out of the car. It was, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm kind of famished. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> you know why? I haven't eaten. I I stopped eating at seven o'clock on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save, trying to save some room, you know. And uh, yeah, and I fill it up quick. It's a it's a quick uh, quick fill. Um, but no, you did a great job. I'm only kidding about the, uh, about the articles. I know that you're working on some stuff now, but it's exciting, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, obviously, uh, the walk in talk.com. Manny, 
when you hear walk and talk, do you immediately go walk in cooler? Everything happens in the walk in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Industry people get it. Uh, non-industry people are like walk and talk. Is this like a yeah. gangster movie? Like, Hey, we're going to go do a walk. And no, it's not that it's, it's, you know, this is like, uh, the walk. I tried to explain to my family when I was leaving this morning, like what I was going to do and they, they still didn't comprehend <laughs> like walking. What? Huh? What are you going to do? Like you're going to walk around the block and, and talk into microphones? Yeah. No, that's no. not what this is. And, they were t- and one of them was like, you mean walk? Like, Oh, the walk. Okay. Oh, walk. oh my God. I didn't even heard of that one. That's, that's another one. Walk and talk. That would be a whole nother. That's somebody else's segment. Yeah. We'll have to get some PF Chang's people on so they can do that. <laughs> All right. Stop. But that can get way out of hand so fast. Stop it. Stop it. Um, but the walk in cooler, in my estimation, in my opinion, is the heartbeat of the eatery, right? And and in that heart, you have everything happening. The reprimanding that goes oh, yeah. on when there is a wayward employee staff member uh, that they get dragged into the cooler and, you know, they <laughs> get reprimanded. It's like, it's a basically a, a quiet place. Uh, sometimes it's it insulated. No, not some of them aren't. <laughs> I know from personal like, experience, I was yelling at a cook and uh, I got out and the whole restaurant was like, I was like, ooh, I was a little loud. They're usually insulated. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> there was, that like, was, wow, was it really pissed. Someone dropped the ball there. Oh, big but time. you know, good things happen in there too. Promotions, oh, yeah. like, you know, uh, you can you share stories. Like, that's a place where you either go yell, cry, you, you whip it. Whip it, yeah. You get away. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm trying to bring this to like the. I'm, I'm, I don't, listen, listen, no, because what's our tag goes on in the, the walk in? Right. We're not the, we're not going yeah, there. This yeah. is a wholesome show. No, this is also talking about the PG 17. But we're also talking about the the stuff that happens in the restaurant industry. You're looking at the mayhem. That's part of the mayhem. Bro. It is, but it's rare. That's it's a it's, it's a rare it's a rare thing. We don't that's we don't we don't talk about Bruno over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh, we elevate. The food and the industry. See, you, you should have said Devo instead of Bruno. Whip oh. it, whip it good. Oh, well, <laughs> well, that was pretty good. Ah. Yeah, your little triple entendre going on. Yeah, thank you. Nice. Dude, Mom's spaghetti. I love Stories it. of walk-in, you know. That's exactly. The, yeah, yeah. There's so many stories and so many, like you said, so many good things have happened, bad things have happened, been on the giving end, receiving end. It's Normally for me, it was where I can cool off from the shift. And you cool off, yeah. I, that well, was the biggest thing for me. I mean, listen. Just to get away, sometimes get off the line. Just, yeah, before just the, go and the, hide for oh, a minute. Yeah. yeah. Before the advent of, uh, like, these Under Armour shorts, you know, like... the <laughs> Cornstarch. Corn, there was always was, a box of cornstarch. It was always a, yeah. It was a, well, that was always cornstarch everywhere. But you would go in that cooler to like just, just like get some air. Like it was, it was swamp butt was a yeah. real thing. It still is a real thing. But my god, back yeah, then. yeah. No, it's like a, it's still a physiological thing that happens, right? I mean, yeah. it's part of your. But um, now you have clothing you can put on. And you don't even notice that anymore. You don't have to worry about the cornstarch. Uh, One hundred twenty degrees on a pavement. Yeah, you, you know no, that. No, it's funny. Uh, Correlation. My brother-in-law, he used to play, he played football at UM back in the early 90s, mid 90s. He was an offensive lineman. And uh, somehow or another, cornstarch came up in conversation at the house. And my mother-in-law, she's, you know, Cuban, speaks good enough English, but she's like, I used to give my, uh, Carlos, I used to give him uh, cornstarch because he was, you know, from when he was playing football. We use, we, we do it in Cuba all the time. I was like, no kidding. Did you know that like that's a restaurant thing? Like I've been using cornstarch for, you know, a million years. She's like, 
No, she didn't believe me. <laughs> she thought I was kidding. I was yeah, like, no, well, you, there's the code in, on the line. It's like slurry up. That was the code. Slurry up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just the thought of it, though. It's like, no, come on. You, no, just, you just see that one guy walking. You're like, Dude, slurry up now. Hey, listen, I was, I, most of my tenure was front of the house. And, um, and I was, what, 100 and, back then, uh, I was maybe 160, 170 pounds. And I would chafe like unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. And somebody introduced that one of the one of the line guys, one of the cooks. He's like, "What's your problem? Why are you walking like that?" Because I was unhappy, like it was it was bad, and I was just like, "Well, this is what's going on." He goes, "Man, you should have told me this sooner." I'm like, "Dude, what am I going to tell anybody this at all? This is private. It sucks. This is terrible. What are you talking about?" Not in about? the kitchen. This time. Not right. in the kitchen. He, he hands me this box of the of the thing, and I'm like, "What do you want me to do with this?" And it was marked <laughs> kitchen only. Kitchen only. He hands me the box. He says, uh, I said, what do you want me to do with this? Uh, he says, go to the bathroom. Powder up, baby. Powder up. I'm like, what do you mean? Like with my hand, like to just. Yep. He goes, he goes, yeah. I'm like, am I allowed to do that? I'm like, wash your effing hands, you dummy. Like I was a kid. You know, what do I know? I didn't know. Right. But yeah, man, that was a lifesaver. Yeah. I mean, there's the little hacks that we do in the kitchen that people don't realize. I mean, we are truly MacGyvers. It should have to be. I mean, you think about what we did and what we went through in Detroit. That was nuts. Absolutely nuts. Like, the kitchen wasn't ready. We had to feed by Friday. We had no kitchen. Mm. None. So we had to go out and just do what we needed to do and get things done. I mean, we were 5 o'clock in the afternoon going to uh, Michigan State. Where was the Wolverines? Where would we go up there? Ann Arbor. That was a far Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. Drive. An hour after we served, did everything we needed to do, we had to go still buy more. We spent like $1,000 in Costco. That's nothing. Yeah. Oh, no. I spent a thousand dollars in Costco for two days. Mm. It was mm, that's a lot. We filled up. We could have filled up two flatbeds. Literally two flatbeds. We could have filled up. It was mm. that bad of food. Interesting. Yeah, there were some shorts from the purveyor that we had to recover on our own, and then there was uh, some last minute added charcuterie, charcuterie and cheese. or shark cootery. Yeah, stuff like that. So that that really. Added up. We remember we went to that one hoity-toity spot that, that uh, was really cool, but it was not, for, not for what we needed. Twenty something dollars a pound for cheese. Oh, we needed for like five thousand there. Yeah, you know, we yeah. had a hundred people to feed cheese for twenty dollars a pound. Okay, not happening. Okay, okay. So we had to shift gears. It's all about you know how what you're what you can do. You know, most people don't realize the kitchen doesn't di- the kitchen dictates the menu. Menu doesn't dictate the kitchen. So that's the biggest thing. I uh, I agree. I concur. I think we all concur. Concur. So, Chef Manny. Yes, sir. Are you in or what? Always. All right. So we're gonna have all to go, we're gonna have to go over some like um, some baseline here, right? Where are you gonna be go next? Yeah, where are you going? What's what's the next race? Laguna Seca, Monterey, California. Not too oh, far man. from your house. That yeah, sounds so pretty. About an hour and a half. Yeah, that sounds nice. So, I'm doing a real regional regional local menu for that race. How are you with taking pictures and stuff? Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, enough. Says Phones. Who, who said that? <laughs> so, uh, all right. So what I'm thinking is this. Phones nowadays. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. Who needs photography? Right, uh, buddy? John? No, I'm only kidding. No, the um, stuff he... The did stuff, you John, see the stuff Oh, my gosh. Dude, amazing. The, the Attention to detail is retar- no, ridiculous. For me, just the, the toys that he has set up, like all the plates and silverware. <laughs> I mean, that That's where I'm like, it's just like... In three metro shelves full <laughs> of different plates, silverware. Doubles. Uh, Each plate, there's a double. Um, 
cups, you know, little little cups with red juice in them. <laughs> ramekins. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. That, I mean, it, that was cool for me. Different forks in different areas. In this case, it would be ramakai. Ramakai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of ramakai. But he ramekins. just, he, he just, uh, you know, we walk in there, you just don't even realize it. And then on top of that, his intention to detail. Yeah. It's, it, on it's a little much. I always tell him, like, dude, like, come on. What are you doing? Dude. We've been shooting since, what, 10 o'clock? A lot of work goes into this. You see, like, I, I, when, thank God. So I, I asked, uh, I asked Jeff. I said, "So when's Manny come? What time?" I said, like, "Noon, noon." I'm because like, why noon? so early? What the poor guy's going to be sitting here? <laughs> what are you doing? You know. Anyhow, uh, you got to kind of see what goes on behind the scenes here in the green room. In the green room, the yeah, green area, whole the whole area. Um, the the idea is though that, and I'm kind of glad you did because if we do something now, you kind of see what we're all about. Mm-hmm. And um, the average person probably wouldn't think that, you know, we started at 930 this morning. And he's still shooting it. He's he probably, he probably, he just, probably ate it. He probably, he ate my freaking sandwich, but he, he probably just finished up about within the last 15 minutes. Yeah. And uh, that's a long day of shooting. And he still has some post-production to do too. He has to go. Yeah, no, yeah. he like, so we don't do much in a way of post-production on the podcast, but in, in how that's we are why. set up. <laughs> Um, because you know, I, I just I wouldn't do this if, if, if how to do post production, forget it. No way, it's impossible. No, it's too much, it's too much. So, um, so what I'm going to do with you, Manny, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about equipment, we're going to talk about, um, because if you're going to be traveling, think of the cool photography that we can get, imagery, I should say, uh, we can get that will correspond with whatever it is that you are going to come up with. See, the idea with this is to give a creative outlet to people who are creatives, right? Mm-hmm. So you're a chef, you're creative to begin with. And now you're, you'll have an outlet to talk about a platform to talk about what you're doing, what you're seeing, why you're doing some of the things you're doing, you know? Um, and I think that's uh, I think the audience would appreciate it. Cause that's like, that's like some, you know, food groupies sort of, uh, you know, um, insight that they would be getting from you. Yeah, I'm down. I think it sounds amazing. And I think for the the average listener too, it's not just about country clubs. It's not just about hotels and it's not just about restaurants. It's about guys like Manny who are working for a racing team. Um, people like chef Ryan Mc, uh, Manny, who just got hired as the Tampa Bay chef. For the, for the box, man. So congratulations t- to Ryan. Yeah, that's so cool. We got to have him on. Yeah. And then Jesse, J- sorry, um, Jackie Pessinger, who works for the ACF, just got uh, invited to go to the Beard Camp, James Beard Camp. So there's a lot going on. People don't even The James Beard Camp. That's a big deal. Yeah, huge. Ryan had already gone to it, and now Jackie has been invited. So it's just We got to get them on. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to. Yeah, and we got to get with the, James, the foundation to begin with. We gotta get with these. I guys. think I know somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah. We gotta like you know. I've been breaking. You off I've been breaking your chops now for a little bit. Yeah. You. Well, she was on vacation. I know. Yeah, okay. Listen, everybody needs some time off. Yeah. Okay. But now we're back. Let's get back to business. <laughs> Let's get focused. Yeah. <sighs> I'll talk to her. Okay. All right. Well. It's that time. Oh uh, yeah. So. Um, where can can how do, what's your social handle? How do people follow you? Instagram chef dot Manny. Okay, excellent. Let's. And you can't. There's no missing him because he's. That's a picture of him right there. So okay. If you want to see what he looks like, chef Manny. Chef, chef dot, dot Manny. Manny. Chef dot Manny. Okay. 
We're going to do it. Um, the walkintalk.com. Check out the new site. It's pretty cool. We have our culinary partner chefs uh, with their content and all sorts of good stuff in there. The podcast, you can find it there. Interviews. All of our YouTube, um, our videos, everything. Check us out. Listen, people. We appreciate you a lot. And uh, let's keep this party rolling. Um, stay tuned. You know, say something. You know, you see something, say something. Put a put a rating, uh, whatever. Anyway, we are running on the clock here. Thank you kindly all. Thanks, Manny. Thank you for having me. This was absolutely amazing. Thanks for coming, bro. Schlissel, we are out. Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.